Trevor Alper in the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli in the press box at Milwaukee's Miller Park. And this is Fangraphs Audio. The substance for this edition of Fangraphs Audio actually begins in August of 1999. A 19-year-old Carson Sestouli uh, is preparing to go back to college. Uh, but before he does, he and his mother decide uh, that with Pedro Martinez starting for the Boston Red Sox, that they will drive down to Boston, Massachusetts from Kenny Bunkport, Maine. They'll drive down there, buy some tickets from a scalper, and watch Pedro Martinez beat the Oakland Athletics. Uh, most of that happened, except for the last part, because the guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, Tim Hudson, then a rookie for Oakland, managed to pitch eight innings, allowing just a single earned run over those eight innings. And handing to Pedro Martinez uh, one of only four losses that he recorded that year. That is where this conversation with Tim Hudson begins. We also discuss in part that excellent 1999 season, uh, his development as a prospect, and evolving, uh, evolving from an Alabama fan into an Auburn fan. It's Fangraphs Audio. It features Atlanta Braves right-hander Tim Hudson, and it begins right now. August 19th, 1999. Um, uh, It was the end, for me, it was the end of my summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college. My mom and I decided to drive from Kenny Bunkport down to Fenway Park. Uh, Pedro Martinez is pitching. I was about to go back to school. We decided we'd do a special thing. Scalp some tickets, get some decent seats, and we watched Pedro Martinez get out-dueled that day, August 1999. Any ideas who uh, dueled him? Yeah, it was the game I pitched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty fun game. Yeah, there was, uh, well, there's a lot of sort of talk surrounding it, but um, uh, there were a couple stories that kind of came out. And obviously, one of them is that you outdueled Pedro Martinez. I think mm-hmm. that um, that was not the only person you outdueled that year. I think you got Randy Johnson that year, too. Yeah. That yeah. was all part of your, your sort of like yeah. uh, surprising rookie campaign. Yeah. But um, so one thing that came out of the story was, besides you breaking my heart, beating Pedro Martinez, uh, was uh, there was one incident that, that I sort of came back. I went, I got a game story. This is the mm-hmm. game story from the oh. Examiner, uh, August twentieth, nineteen ninety nine, and uh, there's a, this whole story is about the stare. Oh, well, do you yeah, remember yeah, this? Yeah, was that that same game? Yeah, it, it is. Was. Yeah, do you remember this? this what yeah, happened? yeah, you know, it was. Um, I think I struck no more out, and and. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly. I, he took a, he took offense to. I guess I stared at stared a little too long. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I was young and dumb, and you know, thought I was pretty good at the time. Yeah. Well, I guess. you said and, about him. You said uh, we made eye contact. I guess you could say, "What's that rookie doing?" Maybe next time I'll wink and blow him a kiss. Oh God! <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you yeah, did. I was dumb. Wasn't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, do you remember that? Do you remember the incident though? I do. You just were you feeling good? You feeling? I was. You know, it was an exciting game. You know, a lot of emotion. I mean, I was pitching against the best pitcher in American League, and mm. you know, it was a time for me to, you know, to show people that I could, you know, that I belong there in the big leagues, and, yeah. and that I could do something on the stage that um, was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, apparently it says that uh, that even uh, Nomar was yelling back at you. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, I mean, how stories evolve over the years. I mean, it may have... Uh, you actually guys got a, you got a giant fist fight. That's what yeah, I Yeah, yeah, and I beat him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got in a big fight, and I beat him up, and, you know, ended his career. <laughs> yep, yeah, well, although, yeah, well, this is a different story. Now, um... That, that rookie season was really special. Yeah. And it's kind of cool for a couple reasons, I think. I mean, you put up some pretty crazy numbers that, that year. I think mm-hmm. you were like 11-2. and two. Yeah. Um, hardly allowed any runs. I was looking back, though, just like 
um, when you when you joined the uh, A's organization, mm-hmm. some of your first seasons within the organization were a little bit rough, and, and especially yeah. like command was an issue. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was mostly once I got to Double A. I think in '98 um, it was a time where where I scuffled scuffled a little bit. Uh, just from, I think it was it was more or less from uh, the hitters having a, a better approach mm-hmm. and, and hitters laying off pitches that were um, that in years past I'd gotten swings at. You know, so it was a time where. Um, are we talking about the splitter in particular? Yeah, the split and, and sinkers down in the zone and, and, and just, um, you know, guys were more patient. You know, I think guys were, were more uh, mature and they had better approaches at the plate. And it was a time where I struggled, you know, because I was, you know, I'd been so used to people swinging at stuff out of the zone so much. And, um, you know, so it was a time where I had to really learn how to pitch in the zone a lot more. And uh, I struggled. Yeah, you know, I struggled with it. You know, I walked a lot of guys. I think I had more than a... You know, I think almost a walk every two innings or maybe more than that and a lot of hit batters and, um, you know, so then, uh, I think going after that season, I learned a lot that year and, uh, you know, going into that next year, the 99 season, I started back in double A and, um, you know, just told myself I was, you know, that my stuff was good enough to pitch in the zone with it and get people out and, and you said, I just had to go out there and trust it and, um, you know, I think I made three starts in double A that year and I think eight in triple A before I got called to the big leagues and it was, um, you know, much better command in the zone, and and uh, you know, just uh, and once that once I started seeing that happen, it was one of those things where you just build confidence and right, you can and do everything this. you do, and it's just like all right, you know, here it is, hit it. You know, I was kind of curious just as to how how you got to the A's organization. Did they drafted you actually? I think um, you were. Uh, uh, I was at Auburn. You were at Auburn, right? But they came drafted Auburn you as a senior, and they, I think they, dra- they drafted you before too. In yeah, they did. They, yeah, they drafted me uh, out of junior college after my freshman year as a draft and follow. Right. And um, went into my sophomore year and um, ended up signing with Auburn to play baseball yeah. after after junior college. And you know, I just never. Uh, I was a real small guy. I think I weighed about 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, didn't throw terribly hard at the time. Um, you know, but. Uh, it's just one of those things where they just uh, they want probably wanted to see me develop a little more and mm-hmm. see if I could put on some weight. I mean, I was really, really, really skinny. Yeah. And then I got to Auburn and kept developing, and I was still really small, still really skinny going into my senior year and after my senior year. But you know, I had a really good senior year, and they ended up drafting me in the sixth round. No, yeah. So it's actually you got drafted the sixth round. You there were actually you had two teammates who went before you mm-hmm. uh, yeah. from Auburn <clears throat> from that team, and yeah. I think they signed. Yeah, we had a, um, a guy I actually grew up with, um, Ryan Hepson. He, um, I think he was a supplemental pick with Montreal. And um, I think Patrick Dunham was a right-hander. He was one of our relievers, closer, closer type. I think he got drafted by either Seattle or Tampa. I think Seattle. Seattle sounds yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, even they, they were, you know, the prototypical big, tall right-handers, uh-huh. big, strong guys that yeah. threw hard, you know, yeah. and I wasn't. I, mean, yeah. I was six foot, 155 pounds, uh-huh. you know, so. So, so you, go in, you go in the sixth round. Um, was there ever discussion of you maybe hitting? Because you were, you had, you were first team no. uh, all SEC as a hitter. Yeah, there, there were some scouts that, that, um, that liked me as, as a position player, um, you know, just because I was a small guy, you know, I think they saw my body type and it doesn't translate to you know a successful major league pitcher you know <laughs> right. over over a duration and um but you know um I, I knew that i was my future was on the mound 
I knew that I was going to, you know, if I had a chance to get to the big leagues, it was going to be as a as a pitcher. It wasn't going to be as a position player because I wasn't big enough or strong enough. Right, right. You know, I was an, uh, you know, I was your college aluminum bat hitter. Yeah, right. how <laughs> you know would you with BB core now? Do you think? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I think I would be okay with it just because. Um, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, we were using minus five aluminums. Uh-huh. You know, so it was. Um, you know, you get a good swing with it. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, if, if I think they went to minus threes after that, and uh, you know, who knows, man? I might not have been strong enough to, to do it. Who knows? Right. Um, last thing I want to ask you about you. Of course, you're from <coughs> Alabama. You went to Auburn. I have family in the uh, Ozark area, uh-huh. not too far from Dothan. Yeah. Uh, big Bama fans. Yeah, yeah. Big Bama fans. Unfortunately. Uh, well, hey, it remains to be seen. But here's yeah. a question. Here's an interesting thing, though. Mm-hmm. They're big. They're big Bama fans. Uh, my grandparents, big Bama fans. Uh, <clears throat> the daughter, though, ended up going to Auburn, and I was wondering. Uh, you know, you're you're a, a mature man. I was wondering what you thought in terms of uh, parenting skills. What that, how that might reflect upon them. Well, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things where. Um, you just might not have the best guidance as a child, you know, and, and then you wise up as you get a little bit older in the high school and you start hanging around some better influences. <laughs> and then you get yourself and, to... And, uh, yeah, you know, you start real, you start seeing the light. And, um, you know, that was me. I, I actually grew up an Alabama fan. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. interesting. Yeah, my, me and my whole family. And then... Uh, you matured. I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's your... Uh, what's your? Uh, I've heard some, some good jokes about Auburn uh, from the Alabama side. Uh-huh. What's the what's the best you've heard that's maybe PG thirteen? Um, <clears throat> probably um, the one thing that that, that most Auburn fans and that, that 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 all Auburn fans and most Alabama fans have in common is they've never stepped foot on the Alabama campus. Is that right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, most Alabama fans are never even stepped foot on any campus. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing that Auburn fans have in common. You know, we don't. We don't We've never been enrolled in a class up there. All right. Well, thank you for reminiscing. All right. Take care. Good luck.